Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. Today, Yeshayahu chapter 21, Perek Chaf Aleph. Yom ponok etzel etomer, ekra lokel olahai gomer, omar shomer, osoboker, vegam loilu. Our chapter today contains three prophecies, Masamid Baryam, number one, number two, Masaduma, and number three, Masabarav. Let's start with the first one. And this seems like it is a prophecy about Babylon. And I just want to relate. Well, let's let's start. He says, Masamid Baryam, like storms in the Negev, it comes from this terrible land, Chazut Kasha, right? A harsh prophecy. And we talk about how there is a, a force coming from Elam, Elam and Madai. And it seems like what we're talking about here is the rise of Babylon. And Babylon is such a fierce enemy. They are, of course, going to destroy the first temple. That listen to this unbelievable response by Ishayahu. Therefore my loins are seized with trembling. I'm having contractions. Like the contractions of a woman in childbirth. I can't hear. I can't, I can't look. My mind's confused. I'm in panic at Nevesh Samli Lacharada, my night of pleasure, the pleasure of prophecy, has turned into terror. It seems like the advent of Bavel coming along absolutely terrifies and petrifies Yeshayahu. And I think the point that I really want to say here is that here we enter into a phenomenal window into what it means to be a prophet. You know, on the one hand, we have prophets and they loyally give uh, God's word. But we don't always feel what the experience is to receive prophecy. Do the prophets gleefully receive the message they have? What is, what is the emotional interaction here? And here we, we witness that sometimes prof, prophets receive prophecies so terrifying that they themselves were absolutely panicked. They experienced emotional upheaval and trauma from the prophecies that they were given. And by the way, this is not the only place that in Yeshayahu we see an emotional response to to prophecy. If you look in chapter 50, for example, he talks about how Hashem natani lashon limudim ladat la'utet ya'ev tavar ya'ir baboker baboker Hashem gave me a, a, a language of, of, of teaching. And he says, every morning he'd wake me up, Ya'ir li ozen, with his words in my ear, lishmak limudim, teaching me mes- messages. And he says, Hashem alokim patach li ozen, God opened my ear of anochilo mariti, and I never refused the message. Achor sugalti, I never retreated. Gei makim, people beat me on my back. 
people slap me around the face. People spat in my face. They embarrassed me. And God helped me. Therefore, I was never, I was never ashamed. So here we see two sides of the prophetic experience. Sometimes the, the, the prophet gets such a dreadful, such an awful, awful mavua that he himself finds himself in a, in, in, in a panic, in a state of emotional turmoil, just receiving the prophecy. And second of all, sometimes it is just really hard to deliver the prophecy. And it's not only Yeshayahu, it's, for example, Yirmiyahu, who's told in his opening prophecy that God says, I will make you into a fortress. I'm going to make you to a I'm going to give you walls of iron uh, because you're going to have to face kings and face priests and nobody's going to be able to, um, to, to put you down. In other words, there is, there is a prophet, but there is a human being inside the prophecy. And that human being is sometimes very vulnerable and it's not easy to be a, to be a prophet. And sometimes it's very, very um, emotionally testing. It's quite difficult. So that's our first topic, the sensitivity of the prophet, the, the upheaval, the ordeal that prophecy can, um, can create in the human being. But let's go on to our second uh, topic for today. And this relates to some very famous sukim which you see in our chapter, uh, because they're mentioned in, as you heard, the opening song, Hamavdil ben Kodesh l'chol. Let me just read these lines from the second prophecy, Masa Duma, which Duma seems to be a word for Edom. And we say, Eli Korem Seir from Seir, which is also in Edom, Seir, Esav. I hear a voice coming from Seir, and it says, Shomer, Mami Laila, Shomer, Mami Leil. A watchman, how much is left of the night? Watchman, how much is left of the night? If you've ever done Shmirah at night, I know that I have, you're just, you're tired, you're just waiting for the morning to come. And especially at a time when, when there was no artificial lighting, um, waiting for the morning, you know, we've got this idea, shomrim shomrim you, you just can't wait for the morning to come. So what's the answer? Amar Shomer, the Shomer says, Ata Boker, yeah, yeah, the morning's going to come, the Gam Laila, but then the night will come again. Im Tva'ayun Bayu, if you want to ask, keep asking, Shuvu'e Tayu, come back again, but after the night, there's going to be the day, but then again, another night. At least this is the way that the Radak translates these verses. And what this seems to be indicating is that the Effects of Edom will be effect of nighttime, and and then again, uh, after the day, there'll be another night. Um, and this finds its way into our Hamavdil ben Kodesh l'chol, ataboker vegam laila. The morning came, and then the night. There's a sense of Hamavdil ben Kodesh l'chol. We've gone through the Nirvana of Shabbat. We've gone through the Menucha of Shabbat, and now we go into the scary week, week weekdays. Um, where we don't, we're not in the under the Shechina, we're not under the protection of God. 
Atabocher, yes, the day has come, but Vegam Laila. And we're hoping that the, the, the week will bring good things. But of course, if we're talking about Edom, Edom who's, goes all the way back to Esav, Esav, Seir, Edom, um, was always an adversary. During the first temple, Edom, the kingdom was an adversary. But after the Romans destroy the, destroy the second temple, um, Edom becomes a moniker for, for Rome and later for Christianity. And the sense is that we are in our current Galut, in Galut Edom, that it is the, the nighttime. How long is left of the night? And the morning will come and then, and then the night again. And here we, we enter into a, a Midrashic reading of these Psukim, where we say, Ata Boker Vegam Laila Imtavayun Bayu Shuvo Atayu. So let me give you Rashi's interpretation here. Imtavayun Bayu. If you really want your request, that you want the morning to come, Shuvu Atayu. What should you do? You should do tshuva. The key is to do tshuva. How do you want to bring the Mashiach? You should bring, you should, you should do tshuva. By the way, Rav Yosef Kara says something very, very different. And he says, actually, Ataboker, the morning has come. Kfar avar v'chalaflo galut edom. We've already finished with the exile of Edom. But what do you have to do? If you want, this is by the way, Rav Yosef Kara, a Talmud Chaver of Rashi. If you want to be redeemed, um, seek mercy before him, and leave. Return from the exile. And come. Come back to Eretz Israel. This is a very Zionist reading by Rav Yosef Kara. So we either have come back in Shuva, or you can end the Galut by actually coming back to Eretz Israel. So these are quite quite amazing verses which seem to talk about 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 the end. And we have this um, the end of the end of the exile, and it's made its way into Hamavdil ben Kodeshachol. But not only that, it's also made its way into Shirei Eretz Israel in the songs of Natan Altaman. So let's listen to the Shir Ha'emek. <laughs> So this is a really gorgeous song, which is written by Natan Alterman sometime in the 1930s. And um, it's become a really famous song uh, because it talks about the beauty of one of the premier Zionist projects, Emek Israel, Ba'amanu Yuchali Rest comes to the weary, or Maragual Amel. And uh, after all the hard work comes relaxation. Laila Chiver Mistareal Stotemek Israel, a pale night stretches on the fields of the Jezreel Valley. Talmil Mata, dew below, Vuluvanal Mial, and the moon above, Mibet Alpha Ad Nahalal, from the kibbutz of Beit Alpha to Nahalal. And here's the chorus which comes from our chapter Ma Laila Milel, how much of the night is left? Dumamabi Israel. There is silence in Israel. Numa Emek, it's a lullaby. Oh, sleep, you valley, Eretz Tiferes, you wonderful land. Anu lecha mishmeret. 
we are your guardians. And of course, this is the song of the Shomer, the Shomrim, who are guarding the valley. And it goes on in the next verse as well. Yam hadagan mit no'er, the, uh, the wheat, you know, blows in the wind and you hear the, the pastures and everything's fine until the last verse. Ofel bahar hal gilboa, darkness on the gilboa, susto her mitzel el tzel, a, 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 a horse galloping from shadow to shadow. Kol zaka afkavoa, suddenly a scream. Al stot emek Israel on the fields of the Jezreel Valley. Miara umiza sham nafal ben beit alpha unahalal. Who shot and who has fallen? Ma laila milel demama bi Israel numa emek eres tiferes angla chamishmeret. And what is this song exactly saying? Who did shoot? Well, it seems to be a reference to the frequent violence from the Bedouin in the area, that somebody who is maybe one of the watchmen at night has been shot by an Arab. And now I come back to the song. My Laila Milel, how much is left of the night? How long are we still going to be suffering? Right? Atta boker vagam Laila. It's true that we all have periods of calm, but then back to the night. Back to the night. There are always, after the calm, after the lullaby, the violence isn't going to end so quickly. There will still be further casualties, says Natan Altman. So what's really amazing is that this, first of all, I, I return to what I said last week, um, which is it's quite phenomenal how well the Zionist poets really understood the depths of what was being said in Tanakh. And here, Natan Altman using using Yeshayahu Peret Chafalaf as his chorus line, um, but also really understanding the depths of what this nevuah means. Ata boker begam laila, the morning will come, but then the night after it, intavayun bayu shuvuatayu. Um, you can come and ask, come back again, but the night will continue. Although, according to Rashi, according to Rav Yosef Kara, we have the ability, either through tshuva or through returning to the land, to end the galut. That's it for today. Chapter 22, next time. Thank you for listening. Mama, Laila, Minen.